Hello and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host. I'm so happy you are here. We are going to dive into this quickie right away. So this goes out to all my girlfriends who are finally deciding to be bold, finally deciding to use their voice, finally deciding to post the thing on social media, finally deciding to set boundaries, to take the risk that you've up until this point been afraid to take. I have a lot of clients in this position right now and they're specifically posting things on social media that they've always felt, but haven't really had, for lack of better terms, the balls to actually post it, right? Like everything that they've done online has always been what would be socially acceptable. And yet that's maybe not their full truth. And what they're experiencing now is like first the exhilaration of like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm meeting my glass ceiling and I'm I'm going through my ceiling. I'm creating a new level, a new level of who I get to be in the world. So there's this exhilaration, right? This like, oh my gosh, Mel Robbins, five, four, three, two, one. I'm going to post it. Yes. And then that feeling of like, oh fuck, I just posted that. Did I actually just post that? And then they send me a message like, oh my gosh, I just did that thing. Like, ah, I feel naked now. I feel naked because I took a risk. I'm exposed and oh crap. And then they get a couple reshares and it's like, okay, there's this validation externally that like someone agrees with this. And then comes the hater comments. Have you ever experienced this before? First, the exhilaration of like, oh my gosh, I'm about to do this thing. And then the, oh shit, I did the thing. And then the validation of like, yeah, okay, the thing worked. And then the, oh my gosh, people are hating on me now. So if you've ever experienced haters, if you've ever experienced naysayers in your life, dream stealers, um, welcome. It means you're up to big things. So I really want to speak into how to handle haters, how to handle haters. And we're going to talk about specifically online because today's landscape is, you know, almost every woman I know has a business that they're sharing online or they're sharing their thoughts online. And what do you do when you get haters? What do you do when someone says, you're wrong? I don't agree with you. This is inappropriate. How dare you? You shouldn't say things like that. What does it do for you? For me, it immediately triggers me. I'm like, they don't like me. That is how, that is what my brain has gone to. It's the, oh my gosh, I took a risk and I'm failing because people don't like me. And from a biological standpoint, this is unsafe because our ego was designed to keep us safe. And back in the days of the cavemen, when we were running away from saber-toothed tigers, if you were ostracized from the community, you were left alone, you were abandoned, you were going to die. You weren't going to have food. You weren't going to have shelter. You were going to be eaten by the saber-toothed tiger. So literally our ego is freaking out. The inner child in us is freaking out because it doesn't want to be abandoned. And when we take risk, when we say the thing we want to say, when we wear the thing we want to wear, when we post the thing we want to post that goes against our societal norms then of course you're at risk of being abandoned. You're at risk of being alone. And one of the deepest human wounds is abandonment. Like shake your head, give me a yes if you're with me, if this is you. Yeah, 
Me too, girl. Me too. And so when we get that negative feedback of like someone doesn't like this, it triggers our abandonment wounds. Now you may not think that a simple post on social media with a stranger online who's hating your thing is going to trigger your deepest fears, but in fact it does. And that's why it's so scary. That's why you're coming up against your edges. That's why you're like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I might throw up and then I do it. Ah. And so what I'm going to encourage you to do is shift your interpretation of the feedback. So if the feedback is a negative comment, a quote unquote hater online, can we look at this feedback as simply information? Not feedback like I did a bad job, but just a neutral piece of information. User XYZ did not agree with my post. Is that actually life or death? What is the interpretation you are creating around what user XYZ said on your post? And what most of us do with the interpretation was we're like, oh my gosh, user XYZ, they said I'm a, I'm a faker, I'm a liar, I'm a this, I'm a that. And what I am allowing that to mean about me is that I'm a failure, is that I'm not liked, is that I'm not worthy, is that I'm not good, is that I'm not going to be loved by everyone. And so it's the interpretation we create around what the hater's comment is that actually has its effect on us. Because if you actually were in so much alignment with what your truth was, you, you wouldn't even give energy to the hater. So if I right now have blonde hair and someone online said, Sam, you have blue hair. That would be feedback. That would be feedback going against what I'm, who I am, what I look like. If I'm not triggered by this statement, Sam, you have blue hair, it's because I am so solid in the fact that I know that I don't. I know that my hair is blonde. And so this person saying something that's opposite of what I know to be true doesn't trigger me. It doesn't create an emotional response in my body because I am so solid in my knowledge of what my truth is. I have blonde hair, maybe some roots in there, but it's generally blonde. However, if you are feeling triggered by a comment online, it's because whatever they're saying is mirroring something that is not healed within you. It's showing a weak spot of where you are not fully solid within yourself. Perhaps it's showing a place where you still get to heal, where you still get to love on yourself, where you still get to really take that magnifying glass and say, "Mm, what's available here for me? I remember, um, I remember, gosh, many, many years ago when I got started in the fitness industry and I, I did a photo shoot and someone commented on my boobs. <laughs> I was trying to find a nice way to say it. I'm like, ah, screw it. Someone commented on my body shape and the size of my boobs. And I remember feeling so upset by the comment. And after the fact, I'm like, why am I so upset about this? Like, what is the thing here? And it was really like a body image thing that I got to work through. It wasn't true what they were saying. And it just highlighted for me a place where I got to investigate my relationship to my body. 
it showed me where I still needed healing. It showed me where I still tied my self-worth to what others thought about my body. And it triggered the fuck out of me. Let's just be real. It triggered the crap out of me. And yet it was simply information for me to see, mm, this is where I still get to heal. This is, this is something that still gets, gets to be loved on. And so in the moment when you're reading a comment and it, you notice it triggers you. Now, trigger might not be the right word. You know, sometimes we, I feel like the word trigger feels like it's this big, giant, like massive thing. Maybe it activates you. I feel like that might be even a better word choice. If you are reading a comment from someone and it activates something in you, it turns on that like, ooh, it twists your stomach a little bit, or it makes your chest tight, or it makes you feel uncomfortable. Can you see that as an opportunity for growth? Can you see that as, mm, wow, I get healing. There's, there's work for me to do here. How cool. The second part of this is, can we celebrate the fact that you are being polarizing enough? You're being true to yourself so much that you are actually activating something in this other person. Because you guys, I don't know anyone who is healed and fully in their truth and alignment that would ever leave a negative or nasty comment on another person's account. Like for those of us that do the work, like there's just not time to be a rude human. Like that's not even part of our existence. So can we celebrate the fact that you chose yourself, you chose your truth, you chose your voice and you put something out there that activated other people? Because when we're in responsibility, you're not responsible for other people's emotions, feelings, or healing. What you are responsible for is your healing, your emotions, your responses and reactions. And so if you show up in a way online that naturally triggers other people, that activates something in other people, can you see it not as a bad thing of, oh crap, I'm rocking the boat, but in an amazing way of like, oh wow, I'm really getting this person to think. I'm really activating this, this thing in this person. And perhaps in the best case scenario, it invites them into a deeper level of healing. So the work begins to be like, not what does this hater have to say about me? And let's like, wow, let's call them haters and create like a right and a wrong and a good and a bad and a mean and a nice, like, can we release the dichotomy? And can we simply be curious? Oh, wow. Look at what's happening here. Look at the information. Look at the feedback I'm getting here as a neutral experience so that there is no dichotomy. It simply is. And because I'm all about celebration, can we celebrate you for simply showing up? The success is in showing up. The success is in honoring yourself and being true to yourself. Everything else that happens afterwards, you can handle, you can manage. If you activate someone cool, Maybe it's part of your path. Maybe it's part of who you are. Maybe part of your mission is to activate people such that they dive deeper into their healing, into their process. And then for my girls who are like, yeah, but I'm getting hater comments like all the time. I'm getting people losing their mind. Like make a conscious choice of how you want to respond. I'm going to recommend that you do not respond from an activated or triggered place. Um, if you decide to respond at all, make sure it comes from a very neutral space and you're choosing it from the view of your higher self. What would your higher self do in this situation? What would the loving, kind, trusting, free, responsible version of you 
do in this situation. And sometimes it doesn't even warrant a response. Sometimes it warrants a delete and block. Sometimes there is a conscious choice that you can, you can share, but your job online isn't to prove. Don't waste your time proving or trying to stand up for yourself. Like, no, you are here for a bigger mission, for a bigger impact. And the more in your lane you stay, the more in your truth you stay and you stay focused on who you're here to serve, what impact you're here to create, that is when you continue your journey. That is when you continue your evolution. So the next piece of it is to not get sucked down into that low energy, that low vibe in like getting into a fight or trying to prove yourself or, or try to change someone's mind. You can't change anyone's mind. The only thing you can do is lead from the front, lead by being the light, by being the love, by being the thought leader. And then you'll invite them to come on in. Cause here's what I found when you trigger people, they tend to like hate on you. They, they throw all of their stuff at you because you're mirroring something that they want And then eventually when they do their work, they realize, oh crap, that woman that posted that thing, I actually, I want what she has. I want the freedom to show up the way she shows. I want the the guts, the boldness. That's actually what I want. So the people that you're triggering are actually potentially the people you're here to serve. So fascinating stuff here. Keep going, keep shining bright, keep showing up as your boldest, brightest, shiniest self, and make sure you surround yourself with people that are going to support you and remind you of who the fuck you are when things go sideways. KK, I hope you have an amazing day and please feel free to share this with anyone in your world that is really stepping into the online space and sharing their heart and sharing their mission and sharing their soul because Every woman I know gets to have a support system. And I hope that this gets to be your support system. I love you so much. Have an amazing day. We've got an incredible interview coming up next week. So make sure you tune back next Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Jo Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.